The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show seven days a week from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry get you ready for the road to WrestleMania 40. And Mark and Bully give a take when it comes to Cody, Roman, The Rock, and Seth Rollins that only these Hall of Famers could get. What are they? You're going to have to listen right now to the Busted Open Podcast. Now, Bully, I want to get into with you because this is the first time you've been on the show since the press conference on Thursday. So let me ask you, like, what did you think of the press conference on Thursday? And do you think, and this is like the big question, because a lot of people are confused by what they heard and saw on Thursday and what happened on SmackDown this past Friday compared to what happened last week on SmackDown last Friday. Do you do you think, Bully, that changes were made and that they did a little bit of change based on the WWE Universe's reaction from what we saw last week on SmackDown? Changes? Changes? Were changes made? Or was this the idea from the... Still don't know what the hell they're doing over there. And when I say don't know what they're doing, I mean, they cannot read the landscape yet. They think they have a good read on the landscape, but they're not 100%. They're not even close to 100%. I don't know how you could be close to 100% after the press conference. Nothing went the way they thought it was going to go. And you know what? The beauty of pro wrestling is they can always turn around and go, that's exactly the way we knew it was going to go. We worked you. You're such a mark. Okay. Because when I'm sitting there in my chair and I'm watching this press conference and I'm watching the look on The Rock's face. Now, Dave, I don't know if you can tell, but I know Mark can tell. I know when The Rock is getting aggravated. The very certain look on Rocky's face. He just goes almost stoic. Because Rocky knows where the pops are supposed to be and where the reactions are supposed to be and how the flow is supposed to go. It didn't go that way at the press conference. The Rock is hearing things that he wasn't planning on hearing that night, and that's booze. I don't know if you noticed, but The Rock repeated himself two or three times. You don't hear Rocky do that. That's frustration. So I don't believe, I don't, I don't believe coming out of the Cody promo from a couple of weeks ago where he said to Roman, but not at WrestleMania. I don't believe they knew where they were going then. I don't think they 
knew where they were going in the press conference. Out of the press conference, we now have officially Roman versus Cody because that's what it says on the poster. And Triple H put it out there on social media and the WWE did. I watched the look on many wrestlers' faces. I tried to follow along. I tried to put the puzzle pieces together. I tried to connect their dots. I don't buy it one bit that they have any clue what they were doing. I was so confused at the end of the press conference that I sat there and I go, and I legitimately thought, okay, it's me. I, I'm not. I'm missing something. I'm missing something huge. And then I looked on social media and I see people saying, "Oh, this was brilliant. Oh, they knew exactly what they were doing from the beginning. Oh, this is perfect." And I'm like, "You're full of crap." There's no way in hell that press conference went the way they want. Because if you booked, if you consciously booked Seth Rollins to look as foolish as he did at the press conference, the bad wrong. job, you're wrong, WWE. Because Seth Rollins came out of that press conference, in my eyes, looking so inconsequential. What what was <clears throat> what was he doing there? They said it. They called him the consolation bracket. I, no, to but his but face. Not only, not only saying that to him, but he's just kind of he's just kind of standing there. Off to the side. Here's your WWE World Heavyweight Champion, your workhorse, your this, your that. He's just standing there in his big, bright green tuxedo. And I'm not saying this is Seth. This, this is not Seth's fault. But you consciously put this whole press conference together for Seth to just look the way he did. And then at the end, when the fighting starts, Seth's like, Oh, you're wrong, man. You shouldn't have did that, man. But the other press conference was like, please, Seth, just get off the stage. Go away. Bully, why not this? Why not this? Seth, give him an edge. Have him walk up and just say, listen, obviously I'm in the wrong place because I defend my title. I kick ass every week. You line them up, I knock them down. Everybody here, haven't wrestled in fucking five years, ten years, haven't wrestled but three times this year. Cody, well, Cody, you 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 actually are pretty damn good. That's why I wanted to face you. But you chose people that don't wrestle, so I bid you adieu. And I would have left. Yep. Great call, And now Mark. you fix it. He didn't need to be out there. And when they started, when Cody got slapped, they should have, everybody should have cleared out of the back. Like, whoa, whoa, what the, now you, you, you stop it. Well, they it did. Was, it was, they did. They, they did didn't know. They didn't know they were doing that. They didn't know. You are hundred percent right, bully. They did not know where the hell they were going. They, they have enough talent out there to freestyle until they get it right. And that's what they did. And, I, and, uh, Dave, yeah. I, I sent out a text to somebody that I respect very much. And I didn't want this person to think that I was looking for information or trying to get the, 
you know, the, the behind the scenes or the lowdown. I just asked a very simple question about the the press conference. And the question basically was, and I'm paraphrasing, is this the way you really wanted it to go? And the answer I got basically told me, China, not really. We're not sure. Let's see what happens. Right now, when it comes to the main event picture with The Rock, Roman, Cody, not Seth anymore, just I'll just say those three men. I believe that the WWE is a piece of driftwood right now at the mercy of the raging seas. And the raging sea is the fan base. And that fan base, the fan base, the last two shows going into Mania are Chicago, Brooklyn, and then it ends in Philly. Those three cities are going to tell you everything you need to know whether or not they are happy about the decisions the WWE is making. Now, I know they're going to make money hand over fist and the biggest WrestleMania and money rolling in. They're basically, basically like you got a, uh, the, the, the laminator to laminate, they got a printer to print money over there. That doesn't mean that the fan base is going to buy into it. Dave, mm. did you expect, Mark, did you expect The Rock to get booed so fervorously at the at, at the press conference? No, not at all. Not at Dave? all. I, I didn't, and here's why, guys, because, Bully, you just said where this is ending. Uh, Chicago, Brooklyn, Philly. If that press conference was in Philly, Chicago, or Brooklyn, I probably would have expected booze. But if there was one place, if there was one place where I thought The Rock would not get booed and get cheered, it was in Vegas. They're out there, Super Bowl week, so you got a lot of mainstream fans. You got a lot of media out there. That's a that's as neutral. Yeah, that's as neutral as neutral can be. Is out in Las Vegas. You know, out, what do they like in Vegas? They like stars. So I, if I thought there was one place that was the perfect place to have it for The Rock where he would have the advantage, it would be out in Vegas. The fact that The Rock got booed in Vegas, imagine what it's going to be like everywhere else in the country before in we get Philly. to Philadelphia. Forget about it. Forget who, about it. Who is your current universal champion? It's uh, Roman Reigns. Have you ever seen Roman Reigns look like a co-star in the past three years? No. Did you see him look like Bro. a co-star at the press conference? He he was, and here's why. The one clue of that, of what you're just saying, Bully, and I've said this a lot, where whatever money they're paying The Rock to be a part of the WWE right now, and obviously he's part of the board of directors, he did it in two things that happened during that press conference and after that press conference. When, when Roman and Cody were face-to-face -face, and then The Rock came up from behind Roman and stood in front of Roman and faced, I, I, got, I got goosebumps. I was like, holy shit, it's on. When he walked up to Cody, I was like, wow. And then after with Triple H, when Triple H was being interviewed and The Rock was going by and he turned and he's like, fix this. Those two things, more than anything else that I have seen, was like, 
oh my God, The Rock is, this is why you bring in The Rock. The Rock is next level. Dave, when you're shooting something, um, you always want to know where your hard camera is. And you're taught from the beginning. When you get out of training and you start to be a player on TV, open up to the camera. Get closest to the camera. You look bigger because you are bigger. Tony Atlas 101. Tony Atlas 101. Tony was the best. Rock was on the inside, closest to the camera. He looked bigger than Roman. He stepped forward when he talked and opened up to the camera and used his left hand, opening up to the camera to be seen. And then he slapped Cody with his right. He knew what he was doing when he was open like this to to his left hand out and then coming with the right. Because you're trained to do that. Now, if I'm Roman, I don't want to look short. And I don't want to look small. I'm Roman Reigns. I'm the tribal chief. You're here to visit. They didn't switch it. You know why? Because The Rock knows better, and he would not allow that to happen. He knows that he's not the second guy in any equation. And they Rocky have to knows fix how that. to. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Sorry. They have to fix that. And go ahead, Bully. I'll get to the second thing in a second. Rock knows how to command the spotlight. Once Rock went out there, he made every other man on the stage look like boys because of his stature and because he knows how to stand and command a spotlight. Yeah. I have never seen Roman look so secondary in my life. Especially in the back when they did the walk. And and who's walking for first? It's Rocky. Rocky is at the head of the pack. And Rocky gets hey. into a Triple H, reminding us of the veterans of the WWE. And then Roman... Rocky gets into it with Triple H and he's blah, 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 blah. And then Rock walks away and basically Roman looks at Triple H and goes, yeah, what he said. Yeah. That's me. If I'm Roman, I'm doing the talking. And Rock's trailing. And let Rock be behind me. I'm the champion. I'm the head of the table. Rocky's coming in and just taking over. Do they want that? I don't know. I don't know if they know they want that. What was your second point, Mark? My second point was for Roman Reigns to not be the guy trailing when you walk. Oh. <laughs> when you I'm walk. Sorry I took, I'm sorry I took your point. All right. I had no idea. But we're on the same page. We're on the same team. When you're walking, you take the inside track closest to the person that's going to be talked to 
which was Triple H getting interviewed. So now, rather than being on the far right, now you're on the far left because you're close to the subject matter that's at hand. Roman should have flipped that, and The Rock should have. You mind if I? By all means. He gives the order now. He gives the permission. And they didn't do that. They're not doing that. And um, some of that is not them not being able to tell Dwayne no. He's very persuasive, and he wants it the way that he wants it. I walked the hallways with him multiple times. Mark, you look too big right there. Step step on the left side. Okay. Like, he's, he's the principal. But just know that you're going to have to tell me not to take the spotlight because, damn it, Bully, are we trying to get it every minute? I'm going to send you guys a picture from about 10 years ago, real quick. Um, we had, a, in TNA, we appeared in Times Square. We did something in Times Square. And we were, and there was a TNA ring set up. And in that ring was myself, Bobby Lashley, who's as jacked as anybody, and the TNA World Heavyweight Champion at the time, Velvet Sky, who's the hottest girl in the history of pro wrestling, and two other jacked wrestlers. I stood closest to the hard cam in the front of the ring. And I, I'm the focal point of the entire shot because I know how to find the camera and make Amen. myself look more important than anybody else. I'm going to send you the picture because it it's going to kind of back up what me and Mark are talking about. That's exactly what The Rock did. The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past, all available right now when you go to youtube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Seth Rollins. Now, you talked about how Seth Rollins looked completely out of place during the press conference, and I agree. I understand why they had Seth out there because Cody was coming out and the question was asked about what championship he was going to go after. So you had to have Seth out there to kind of be a decoy. But I also agree with Mark that he needed to get out of that situation as quickly as possible. As soon as Cody made his decision, Seth should have been off that stage because he looked like a, I'm not even going to say a B player, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. He looked like a C player. He looked like he did not belong. And then again, Roman made shots at that championship and how that is the, you know, the loser's bracket championship, everything, which they've been doing now for the last two weeks. Elimination Chamber's coming up. They're having chamber qualifying matches, and and we saw it on Friday, some good matches. But, Bully, how are they going to make this championship title and Seth Rollins look bigger by the time we get to WrestleMania? Because I got to tell you, even... When they first came up with that championship bully, and we called it almost like the consolation prize, I think that that championship looks even lower at this moment right now. I don't think at the current moment that the perception for Seth Rollins or that championship is very good. I believe that nothing right now even comes close to what they're doing with Cody, Rock, and Roman. As a matter of fact, it seems like Mania is being booked around those three guys. Mania is WrestleMania, the Super Bowl of pro wrestling, and the match that we want you to concentrate on the most is Rock, Roman, and Cody. I At, at this very moment, I do not care who Seth Rollins faces at uh, WrestleMania. Here's here's a name I'd be interested in, Gunther. Gunther would be an interesting name, though I don't think that's going to happen. At least right now, I, when we're I, looking I'm at not the interested chamber. in. I'm not interested in Drew and and Seth. I'm not interested in uh, anybody. I'd be interested in Punk and Seth. You know, if there's, if, you know, if God wants to perform a miracle for for CM Punk, but uh, right now in my eyes, we we've taken steps back with Seth and the perception of that championship. If I was Seth going into that night, I would have never worn the green tuxedo. I would have worn something a little bit more subdued, subdued. even though that's not yeah. his character. But because if, if I'm finding out that I'm just standing there the whole time, looking like an extra on stage, I don't want to. I don't want people to notice me. Roman clowned Especially, him. Roman clowned him. Made fun of what he was wearing. Clowned, made clowned fun of his, his championship and his shoes. Yes. Roman's out there. Roman's out there with in no his response. Sweats. Yeah, in his sweats. You can say whatever you cool. want to. You know what else they noticed? What? Seth has some has has had some shit to say about the Rock lately, hasn't he? Yes. Did you notice when Rock came on stage what Seth did not do? Mark, he didn't make eye contact with him. If you're going to talk shit, Mark, right? You're going to talk shit, and now you get to see the guy? You better look him in the eye. Because Rock was looking right at Seth when he came out. 
And you know how we are, Mark. You had to talk your shit now. I'm standing on stage. I'm right next to you. Talk your shit now. He, Seth never looked at Rocky. Seth just kept looking ahead at Roman. That's what that's the moments that I that I look for. It's like, all right, you want to talk all your smack? Now our characters are out there in front of the world. Watch what my character does to your character in an instant. If I want to expose you, I can. And all Rock needed to do is walk past Seth slowly and spread his wings like a giant jacked up peacock. I noticed that. I was like, oh, my God, Seth looks so small and so out of place standing next to Rock. Remember, this is just my perception of what I'm seeing. I I agree with you. The only matchup I see, and I'm just looking at everybody that's in these uh, elimination qualifying matches that we're going to have leading up to the Elimination Chamber. The only matchup that really kind of speaks to me on any kind of level is Randy Orton. Because if you had Randy Orton and Seth, we know that that would be a clinic. It would be a a great wrestling match. And it could be something that we talk about as far as being like a classic matchup. But anything beyond that, even with Drew McIntyre, with the great work that Drew is doing, it really just doesn't do anything for me after the way that Seth has been humiliated. But why? But why? There is no why. why. I'm going to tell you right now. If I was Seth Rollins, they wouldn't be talking about putting The Rock in there with Roman. I mean, with uh, Cody. They would be talking about putting The Rock in there with me. Because I would I would march right to the front. Mic to mic. Face to face. Listen, you're on the board. Great. You own your name. Great. You are all time great. Oh my God, it's so good. But I will beat the brakes off your ass. And it ain't nothing that you can do to stop it. But call security. That's why you walk around with these security guys. Because you're afraid of the real motherfuckers that's out here. The real sharks swimming in the ocean. And I'm Seth freaking Rollins. And I would go into my dance and I'd laugh as loud as I could Seth Rollins laugh. And I would dance around his ass and everybody would want to see it. They would want to see it. Because that's what our job is, to make you want to see us in our moment. Yep. And, and they didn't give Seth the opportunity. I guarantee you. It was going through set mine because, like I said, the risk always outweighs the reward. You're always going to, hey, when you put yourself on the edge of that mountain, that cliff bully, and you're looking down at the rocks and you're going, shit, I got to jump out at least eight feet to clear those rocks and hit water and live. You don't think that you can push yourself out of that cliff way over eight feet if your life depends on it? Mark, That's what you're, Seth is. the example that you're using, I did at WrestleMania 2000. 
standing on the top of that ladder, knowing I was going to crash and burn through those four tables on the floor. I'm standing on the top of that mountain. The risk versus the reward, knowing if I don't go off this ladder the right way, I'm going to miss them tables and I'm going to end up as an ink spot on the floor. So I totally get the analogy that you're making. Dave, as you were talking, this kind of intrigues me. You really want to send the WWE universe into a tailspin? Put the Rock in the Elimination Chamber and have him win and have Rock go up against Seth Rollins night one and have the Rock win and have Roman win on night two and have the bloodline hold the world championships coming out of it. I Listen, you know what, Bully? It sounds crazy, and that would cause like a chaos within the WWE universe. But to me... Guys, that's the only solution here. Because if Seth Rollins is not involved in this bloodline story at WrestleMania, he got punked. He completely got clowned. He's got to get out of it. How do we get out of Seth being clowned? I don't. I, there there ain't nobody on this panel, on this show right now, that that loves Seth more than me. But, that's but, my but, friend. But Mark, this and is I, where I hate seeing and, him be in the situation. And, and that you guys, he you guys might disagree with me, and the nation might disagree with me. But this is where I feel, guys. At least for me, that all the dancing and the clowning and dressing up like with all the different suits and laughing and not taking things serious has bit Seth Rollins in the ass. Because this whole time, I'm like, I'm not buying in. I'm not buying in. He's going out there and he's acting like a clown. Well, you can't act like a clown when you're on the stage with the big boys. And when you're up there with Roman and Rock and you're going, ah, 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 and you're dancing around with your green suit on, with your white shoes going, ah, 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 ah. you know what? Your, 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 your little charade there doesn't work in this scenario anymore. Not only does it not work, I don't want to see you even in the equation. Because you know what? I don't believe in you. These guys I believe in. I'm emotionally invested in these guys. You know, it goes back to like when you saw certain wrestlers back in the day and people would say wrestling's fake. Yeah, this is fake. But this, this is real. Like a Sergeant Slaughter against the Iron Sheik, that's real. Johnny Valentine. Remember what Johnny Valentine said, Dave? What? I can't make you believe wrestling is real but I sure as hell can make you believe that I'm real. That's that's it. That's it, Bully. When I saw The Rock, when I saw The Rock step to Cody, that's real. When I saw The Rock going by Triple H and saying, fix it, that's real. Seth Rollins dancing around going, that's shit. I don't want to see that. That's sports entertainment. That's not, I'll see that on a random Monday in September, I don't want to see. I don't want to see that shit on the road to WrestleMania 40. That's just me. That's an easy fix, though, Dave. You can have Seth doing all of that, and then all of a sudden he can stop and he can walk in nose to nose with the Rock and say, "I I will punch you in the mouth right now in front of the world, my wife, kid, these white shoes, green suit, and everybody." Hey. Hey, do you remember? Flinch. Mark, Mark, uh, there's a, 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 the bass player from Motley Crue. His name is Nikki Six. 
And uh, I believe something happened earlier in Motley Crue's career where, where they were dressing up and they, you know, they basically dressed like women. They dressed, dressed like in, chicks. Yeah, you know. And Nikki Six walked up to somebody and said, just because I wear lipstick doesn't mean I can't kick your ass. How did, what, what do I mean? Hey, a Roman, a rock, just because I'm wearing my wife's shoes doesn't mean I can't kick your ass. There you go. I took my, I take the wife's shoes line and I turn it right around on you. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.